you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> I try. <laughs> I don't know if I would say I'm funny. I try. <laughs> I, I think you're funny. <laughs> okay. We'll see you on the other side. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Joe, Dr. Energy Piazza. Rara is in the house. Catherine Asaro Myers. Welcome back to BU Network Podcast, conversations worth having. On our podcast, you can expect three things. One, the BU guest moment. Two, the BU moment. And three, the BU final moment. As promised... We are giving you a very special Audible on each show. Your job, well, not your job, it's to find it. You know the game Where's Waldo? Well, here we will ask you to listen for that Audible. Dr. Energy, here we are at our BU moment. Yes. Let's paint a picture for everyone. Okay, let me get my canvas out and my brushes and my paint. And I'm going to ask you the question that <laughs> sure. I can always get away with that you can't get away with. You know where I'm going with it. Yeah, that. yeah, so yeah. What are you wearing? <laughs> I'm just in a relaxed mode this morning in a nice uh, comfy pair of yoga pants and uh, yoga, like a sweater, like a hoodie. Uh, and just really enjoying this morning. Our guest this morning, I can't wait, uh, Nils Blondin, speaking about Team Unbreakable, um, mental health and building community with kids and running. You know, I have as a you know, graduate with a degree in kinesiology and being a chiropractor, I believe that movement is so important for our, not only for our physical, but for our mental and emotional well-being as well. So I'm really excited to, to speak to Nils this morning. Well, doctor, I did have this little pain in my shoulder I was going to talk yeah. to you about. Yeah. But okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that off, off air, maybe later. <laughs> yeah, yes, okay. Yeah, I've, right. I've well, never that... heard anybody ask me that question before. <laughs> yeah, right. I just thought I'd play right into it. Yeah, yeah. But let me ask you, before we move on from your sure. BU moment, let me t ask you a little bit about, you talked about mental health because that's mm. you know our guest. So let me yeah. go into what is your attitude like today? What, is, what are you feeling personally? I'm feeling really good. I'm excited. Uh, you know, I've, I know I've got a lot on my plate to to get to today as far as work goes, but uh, I'm really excited about it. I really like where our projects are going. And I know we're expecting, you know, it's a bit of a cloudy day here in Ottawa today, but um, I also know that we're expecting some snow in the next couple of days and I have some spare time on Thursday. So I'm actually going to get out skiing. I've got all my, my stuff out, just double checking that I've got, you know, my goggles are ready to go and helmet and all that kind of stuff. So I'm feeling kind of, you know, in that state of anticipation and excitement. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Glad we you? got that image. Yeah. And how about you? What's, what's happening there in Toronto? The big smoke. Well, thank, yeah, thank you for asking. Well, today, still no snow, right? I'm looking outside. I still see right. grass. Like, this is amazing. Okay, uh, we have a little bit more snow than that here. Right? Well, we're going to go 110 kilometers to Niagara region today because oh, I don't like nice. to sit still. You know, this is just, thank goodness I can just pick up and go any day of the mm. week because this is something that I need to do. But today I'm going out to St. Catherine. So I'm ready to go, meaning like I'm all dressed with one foot out the door. So I'm, I'm prepared. <laughs> I'm ready for our show. I, you know, super got up super early, which is what I really like to do right. to get my mind set, make sure that I can 
meditate and right. think about the things that have to be done. And obviously in the morning, I like, I have my ritual. I like to send a card and I like to breathe and I like to stretch. I won't be getting to the gym before I come back from that. But you got your dumbbell, right? Yes, I have my tote. That's what I was just going to lead into. (laughs) I have my 10 pound dumbbell. And actually I added to this repertoire. So not only do I have elastics, but I found a TheraBand in my exercise drawer with the mm-hmm. best exercise drawer where it belongs and i'm mm-hmm. like yes and then i found one of those little balls that you know when you squeeze it that obviously it's good for your hand coordination mm-hmm. yep, yep. so i found one of those so i'm adding to my home equipment in my studio my bridge room here but that's where i'm standing right. i'm in my bridge room now i have all these other things around me in addition to my my workout so right. i started a 30-day yoga challenge because i couldn't you know pass that up. Right, I saw you post and, that the other day. Yeah. Yes. I was like, yes. And in addition to doing that, I'm going to the gym three times a week. So right. yeah, that's where I'm at today. So I'm feeling really good. I'm ready to hit the road. And our guest really energizes me mm. and energized because obviously our audience will know, I don't want to give away too much, but <laughs> our audience will find out that they will be on their toes listening to to this episode. And yes. I'm grateful to you for sharing with us what, what you're doing. And I was just thinking when you said you had a free day on Thursday, I want to look for a free day because I feel like we can do another brainstorming session. Mm. So... Let's put that on the agenda. Well, you know, I have I'll have my headset and my cell phone with me. I can speak to you from the ski hill. Mm, okay. <laughs> while I'm riding up, maybe while I'm riding up the chairlift. Not okay, while I'm, not while do I'm going that. down the hill, but <laughs> okay, riding. Let's do that. Let's see if we could record that and we can just put that on there. This is how we roll. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we can manage that. See, I'm not sure what the uh, cover cell coverage mm. is like, but we'll see. Okay, let's let's try something different. Cool. Okay, thank you. Yes, this is an awesome, awesome day today for us to be sharing this message and this initiative from our guests and being here with you. And like you said about our projects, I just want to honor that as well. Mm -hmm. The way things are going is fantastic. I mean, we plan it to go great and we want it to be great and nothing gets in the way. What happens is everything that comes in front of us just turns into another addition to what we're doing and and the people that we're meeting and and who we get to present and I guess share and perform with, so to speak. Exactly. You know, go with, go with what shows up and and work with it and then see what shows up after that. That's right. Everybody is being them and being you is Mm. what we promote. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that's a great place to run over to (laughs) our guest Nils. You're funny. <laughs> <laughs> I try. <laughs> I don't know if I would say I'm funny. I try. <laughs> I, I think you're funny. <laughs> okay. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Ciao. Be you study. Be more at ease in your communication so you too can have conversations worth having. What is BU Study? A private, online room to rehearse impromptu speaking. Receive instant feedback and achieve quick results. And feel confident that no one is laughing, unless you're telling a joke. Plug in anytime, anywhere. Study with seasoned pros. 
Access your customized feedback. Then speak with ease and build amazing relationships. Dr. Energy, I'm mm-hmm. really excited about our guest today. I'd like yes. to tell you a little bit about Nils Blondin. He's a youth worker, an educator, and a writer from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, where hey. I'm standing right now, <laughs> your old hometown. Nils has served as a coordinator and a director for Team Unbreakable Physical Health and Mental Health Initiative in Toronto for the past four years. Also, Nils has worked with thousands of youths across the greater Ontario area, Toronto specifically. (laughs) So Dr. Joe, this is a very, very energetic man that we have on today. His initiative is also about running. Mm -hmm. So because we both have this interest, deep, deep passion for exercise and health and mental (laughs) health. I'd like to uh, put our hands together for Nils. Nils, thank you so much for joining us today. Good morning, Nils. Thank you for having me, guys. I'm very excited to be here. Mm, Tell us a little bit about when we met Nils, that was such an impactful meeting. You have such a great first impression and you go far beyond that, but you make this impact right from the get-go. Tell us a little bit about when did you realize that you were this type of impactful person that could move others to do things? Uh, that's that's a really, uh, that's a fantastic question. It's actually a question no one's asked me before, so um, I appreciate it. Well, I, I guess I, I um, you know, as a kid growing up and in my early adulthood, I had my own series of challenges, as many people have, and uh, some of the challenges were pretty extreme, and um as I started to grow through those challenges, I discovered that I, um, I was able to identify with people in a way that for whatever reason, uh, really helped them and me. And, uh, you know, through that process, I also discovered that I actually enjoyed helping people out. Um, it, it gave me a, a real sense of accomplishment. It made me feel good about myself. And it just kind of, from there, my, uh, my career path, everything I did just kind of progressed naturally. Uh, and, you know, as, as you do something, as you, as you do things like speak publicly, um, you know, as you do things like counsel other people, you get better at it. You learn what works and doesn't work. Um, and it just kind of happened like that. And I guess a lot of what I do, um, you know, a lot of the work I do, a lot, of, a lot of the people I help, I'm able to do so because of my own experiences. And I think it's that identification with whatever struggle a person may or may not be going Mm. through, which really uh, enables me to help people out in the way that I do. Right. And Nils, I noticed that you move fast. It doesn't surprise me that your initiative is about running. (laughs) Right. When we met and in that event for that rotary, for the rotary new location, actually, and you were were presenters there, I noticed that you do not stand still. You are on a mission. So talk to us. (laughs) You're very perceptive. (laughs) Thank you. Talk to us about this drive that you have, please. I don't know. I just, I feel, I I always feel motivated to, uh, well, first of all, I love exercising. So there's that, right? And I just feel, I want to move. I don't like being sedentary. 
Um, you know, if you talk to my wife, she'll, uh, she'll let you know that I have a really hard time sitting through movies. I have to get up like five or six, at least five times in, 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 over the course of a movie. Um, I just, I have, I just have an energy in me most times that I need to expend in some ways. And that could either be through my creative pursuits that could either be through exercise or of course, through my career. Right. Right. And, um, you know, and it's just, it's just, I've always been that way. I've always wanted to move. I've always been much more comfortable in action than in action. Uh, I feel like if I'm just sitting around not doing anything that I'm wasting my time, I feel really lucky to be, to have my health. Right. Uh, both, uh, both, both mental and physical. And I feel like, you know, the best way I can express my gratitude for that luck is to use it. Right. Mm. Um, so it's just the way I've always been, you know, it's just the way I've always been. I've always been the guy who just wants to get up and go and do things. And that's when I'm at my best and that's when I'm at my happiest. But I mean, you know, an addenda to that is also that as I've aged, uh, aged, as I've gotten older, um, <laughs> I've learned that downtime is also necessary, right? right? And I've learned that it is okay to just chill sometimes. You don't always, always need to be producing, right? So there's a balance there, but I'm definitely at my best and at my happiest, at my most fulfilled when I'm moving around, you know, whether it be figuratively or literally. Right. I saw. I saw that. You, it's fantastic because you you get all eyes on you from your action, and that's that's amazing. I don't even know if you realize it as an observer watching no. you, you attract. <laughs> yes, you attract people who are, who like action and who are in action. So that was definitely. Well, I, I appreciate that. It's, it's nice to look at that as an asset. You know, sometimes people are like, "You need to just chill, man. You're gonna, you know, just sit and relax." But I guess, hey, I, I guess it's an, it's definitely an asset too. I've always looked at it as an asset. So thank you. It man. is. It is. You're welcome. Yeah. Stand in your greatness for sure. There's no Thank question you. about it. You're Thank welcome. You. Uh, I just want to ask you one more question before I pass you to Dr. Joe. I want to ask you about a, a day in the life because you're a man in action. So someone who's listening might say, yes, that's me. I'm in action too. You know, I get up at eight or nine. And so let's, let's give someone a real deep dive look into a day in the life of what your day is like, and then we'll go into your project. Oh, what a great question. Um, well, I, I wait, you know, I get to sleep fairly early, I guess. I wake up uh, not super early, but early enough. Um, most of the times I'm going out for a run or going to the gym. After that, I'm hopping on my computer. I'm interfacing and connecting with teachers or colleagues or whoever it is that I have to work with that day on Team Unbreakable. And then while I'm doing that in the background, I have all my creative stuff going on. So I'll be, you know, bouncing emails back and forth with an editor. I'll be working on multiple pieces. Uh, I'll be reading a bunch. I'll be writing a bunch. Um, you know, I'll be doing a bunch of work. Uh, I'll be walking my dog. I'll be spending time with my wife. I'll be connecting with friends. And I'll be networking. I, I love networking. I'm always looking for new opportunities, whether it be for my initiative, Team Unbreakable, or just personally. Right. Uh, I like having a lot of irons in the fire at all times. So um, that's that's a very general, I, I guess, I guess it's a general answer. Um, but a day in the life of Nils is usually very busy. Uh, <laughs> you were you were the one in, in grade school where the teachers always said, sit still. That was me. Yeah. yeah. They call it ADHD. Yeah, I like yeah. to call it just, you know, having a lot of excess energy. But, you know, I more. Well, different whatever it is, I've made it work for me as I've, you know, into adulthood, I've made it right. work for me, right? And that's, that's, the, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Is, you know, it, 
yeah, sure. I have, I do have ADHD, whatever, but you know, I make it work for me and I sure. have, and you know, that's, that's, I, we all have to do that. With I, I like to think of it as different access to creativity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we all have, we have idiosyncrasies. Some things are greater than idiosyncrasies, right? Some things are yeah. more challenging to deal with than idiosyncrasies, but you, yeah. most people can make them work in a way, in a way for them that's, that's beneficial, right? If you're given the right channels and opportunities to do so. So, but it just awesome. takes time. So that's, no. that's a day in the life of Nils. I have a funny question I just thought about as you were talking about walking your dog. You know, I'm a dog lover. I don't have one now, but I've had dogs most of our most of our lives. They say that dogs represent the type of people and the owners that they have. So what kind of dog do you have? <laughs> Greyhound. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say whip it, but... He's a Close rescue enough. greyhound. He's a rescue greyhound. He's very, oh. him and I are very similar. We, do, we have a very deep psychic and spiritual connection. Yeah, very nice. Mm. Yeah. What's yeah. his name? Benz, like Mercedes Benz. We've had him for five years. We rescued him from South Florida. And uh, he just turned eight a few months ago. So he's a senior. Wow. Now. Yeah. Mm. He's, a, he's really cool. He's a beautiful dog. Wow, that's you, awesome. So you can send us a picture of Benz. We'll put him in the podcast. I would yes. love to. I would absolutely, absolutely love to. He's Maybe you and Ben's, right? Or however your family, whatever you want to do, it's going to go, you know, on our, on our I, site. I will, so I will definitely send it to you. I'd love that. He'd love that. Super. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag meet Ben's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So Nils, let's talk about the passion of the, the project in your career. So let's, mm -hmm. let's talk about whether you want to start with Team Unbreakable or how you got started. You could lead us, walk, walk us down that, that path of, the initiative sure. that you're working on right now, please. Sure. So do you want me to start with my uh, my experience just in youth work, or do you want me to fly? Sure. Yes. Right. Let's start with your experience. Okay. So, so I'll, I'll start with my experience, and then we'll kind of dovetail that into <laughs> Team Unbreakable. Mm. So, okay. um, you know, I, I didn't really... So I went to, initially, I went to school for journalism. Um, and when I graduated, I noticed there wasn't a lot of jobs. <laughs> uh right it wasn't it wasn't a very good time for journalism it was hard finding steady work it was hard finding work that that paid uh, at all really most of it was intern work so a friend of mine who um who was in university discovered a there was a there's a job board there and on that job board there was a bulletin for an initiative called literacy through hip-hop so anyone that knows me knows that i'm a huge hip-hop fan i have been since i was like a kid and mm -hmm. i'm a huge reader and i'm a writer so, I mean, it just, that for me just sounded perfect, right? Um, and they were all looking for volunteers. So I started volunteering for this initiative called Literacy Through Hip Hop, which worked with kids uh, in some of the higher needs communities of Toronto out of libraries and schools. And that, as I was volunteering, I realized I had a real aptitude for that kind of youth work. That volunteer position turned into a job that job turned into me becoming the director of that initiative for a few years. And when that, uh, when that kind of folded due to lack of financial support and funding, I just took that experience and went elsewhere with it. So I went, I, I worked for uh, Pathways Education, Regent Park. I worked for the Macaulay Child Development Center. I worked for a number of youth camps. I worked, uh, at a small private school called Oxford Learning Center with their artistic learners. Yep. And uh, as I was doing all this, as I was working for Pathways, uh, of course, I was all, you know, I was running. I, I got really, really into running and uh, it became a passion of mine. And I used it as a way to treat my, again, mental and physical health, right? Right. right. Um, and 
you know, me being a person who's always looking for opportunities, I came across this Team Unbreakable job coordinator position. And when I read through the Team Unbreakable job description, it was just so fitting for me. I, I didn't think it was real. And actually, <laughs> when I went in for my interview with the men who ended up hiring me, they themselves said that it's almost too good to be true that you came here because your experience, your passions, what it is you like to do, they're just too perfect for this job, right? Right. Uh, but it ended up, of course, you know, that, and, and I, so I ended up getting that job and uh, one thing just led to the next. And, you know, here I am for, I guess, just four years on and I'm the director of this initiative and it's, it's grown in Toronto and, uh, you know, it's changed so much from what it was from when I started. I think it's improved in many ways. We've done incredible work with many thousands of students, not just in Toronto, but in the greater Toronto area. And, you know, we have big, we have big dreams. Next year, we hope to actually go national and there's national interests now. That's awesome. So, you know, there, it's, there have been a lot of challenges as there always are with a small charity in, the, in its early stages mm -hmm. when they're piloting a project in a new city. But I really feel like we've moved beyond those challenges now. And now we're just, you know, dealing with all these wonderful opportunities and an, an immense support from the educational community and the running community and the youth work community. And yeah, we're, we're in a good place right now. We just need to get through these labor disruptions in Toronto and, uh, and we'll be ready to rock. Thank you. I was just about to ask you and you touched on it. Let's talk about the people who supported this initiative from the beginning. Maybe we can give them a shout out. Who are they? Oh, so much. Well, there's Bob Wordham. He's a, uh, you know, he's, he's our chair board. He's been, he's been a huge support for years and years now way he predates me. Um, you know, but let's, in terms of educators, I want to talk about the, our, our first school. So there's a YMCA Academy, which is an alternative school. It's a special ed school that is under the YMCA umbrella. It's downtown. It's actually adjoins the downtown YMCA. There's a teacher there, Rain Tamamagi. He does incredible work. There's Dana Dan, she does incredible work. There's Katie Freeland, who's also a teacher there. They do incredible work. That's a wonderful school. It energizes me, I absolutely love it. I was there last week. We're actually gonna start running with them tomorrow. Uh, there's the McDonald's International Academy, which is another small private school. There's Shabana Hussein. Uh, there's uh, Frazier, who's the principal there. They were one of our first schools. They do incredible work. There's Jimena Delazar who used to teach at the, uh, what's it called again? Central Technical, uh, Central Tech. Oh yeah. Right at uh, Lawrence Spadina. She was one of our first supporters that took on the program. She now works at a different school and they're gonna be running with us as well this year. She does incredible work. I mean, there's just so many teachers and we're really lucky because the teachers that we get are often the best, right? Because they're the ones who are willing to take the extra time to support a co-curricular program like this when they're already completely swamped with so much work, right? Because as I know, as we know, being a teacher is a very difficult job. <laughs> it, takes, it requires a lot of the individual, right? And then when you add on this co-curricular stuff, it really speaks to the level of commitment the educator has for their students when they're willing to go the yes. extra mile like that. Yeah. So I'm blessed in the sense that I get to encounter and interact with some of the best of the best in education. And uh, yeah, it only gets better. So those That's are some awesome. of the earliest supporters. That's awesome. Thank it's you. it's uh, you get quite the ripple effect when you get the teachers 
those committed teachers. I remember, you yeah. know, several of my favorite teachers through grade school, high school, yeah. and, and who had the most impact on me were those ones, like you mentioned, that are committed to the uh, extracurricular stuff. Absolutely. And, you know, I actually, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to gloss over the student support either, because yes. I mean, the students make it work, right? And, you know, I, I just want to give a shout out to all the kids, you know, I, I can't say mm-hmm. names, but all the students and all the many, many thousands of students who have ran in this program and, right. and those initial hundred or so who are willing to give us a shot when we were brand new in Toronto in 2016, when no one knew anything about mm-hmm. us, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and they, they committed themselves early, early mornings during school, after school to the program. And they made it work, right? right so right. I just want to give them a shout out as well. Awesome. Never yeah. overlook them. Now I noticed that uh, you know on the website you've got a, and, and we just here in, in Ontario we just and I guess Canada we just came through um, a big focus on mental health and talking yeah. about it. And I see that you've got an event coming up, the Toronto Run Summit. I know uh, it's in February. And yeah. one of the things that really caught my eye was in there's going to be small group discussion. So it's not just a focus on running, but it's right. you're talking about mindfulness and mental health and running and finding yeah. your why as yeah. a runner. I just like to hear a little bit more about how the mental health aspect fits in with team unbreakable and where that comes from. And yeah, yeah. Well, really cool. so that's, so that event is actually hosted by the runners Academy. Speaking of supporters, they've been an immense support for us. Right. I mean, so that, and that event is actually every, every dollar raised from ticket sales go directly back into team unbreakable. So they're just doing that completely out of the kindness of their oh, own hearts for awesome. us. Right. Uh, so, I mean, you know, it's, it's almost at this point, there's like people kind of inherently get that when you exercise, you know, those who do exercise, I'll say not everyone knows, but those who do exercise, there's this kind of inherent understanding that when they do it, they feel better, but they don't really understand the why. Right. And that's where mm-hmm. team unbreakable goes in uh, that's where team unbreakable comes into play the team unbreakable fo- uh, program focuses physical health for mental health so while running is a major component of that it's mm-hmm. not just a running program there's an entire mental health toolkit or curricular component that comes with the program right and in that curricular component we discuss the why of physical health and mental health so the neuroscience behind it right oh, yeah. and we do so in a way that's accessible for kids as young as six and as old as 18. We focus on the themes of gratitude, motivation, mindfulness, building a balanced life, self-love, self-care, stretching, and a a bunch of other stuff, right? And on top of that, what the students are doing in in Team Unbreakable is as they run and as they participate, they're filling in these training logs that we give them, right? There's a junior log for little ones, and a youth log for the adolescents. And in that log, the most important piece is we ask them to reflect on how they feel before they run and how they feel after run, after they mm-hmm. run. And what they often find is their mood trends in an upward direction the longer they stick it out, right? So it's a reflective program, it's an educational program, and it's an active program. And we really take a holistic approach to this. Right, and you know, creating just- that lifelong love of physical activity yes. and, and, and how it can affect them in their lives. You know, it's leading by example and by the doing the behaviors, creating the habits yeah. rather than just talking about it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a great point. And then of course there's com- the community piece, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I look at team unbreakables fulfilling three fundamental needs. There's a need for a community, which we all have. Mm-hmm. 
And we do that by training as a team. And by through training as a team, they get to this goal event that we throw at the end of the, the year. And at this goal event, they see that, wow, there's another thousand kids participating in this program. Right. There's all these other running clubs in the city. There's this massive running community in the city that I can tap into once I'm done. Right. So there's community. There's the structure of the program. So actually following a real training, following a training log, recording your progress. Mm. And then there's working towards a goal, right? And these are all fundamental needs that I think uh, we, we all have as human beings. Most of us have. Most of, most of us, you know, community, goal setting, structure, these are very important. Right. Uh, these are very important pillars in the individual's life, in my opinion, at least. Yes, yes, yes. No, I'm so glad that you touched on the on the work on the workbook, so to speak. I was just about to ask you that as you were talking about it. You know, I saw it when we were at that rotary meeting. My question about this book, if you don't mind, though, I had the you know, I had the privilege of taking a quick look at it because it was there. So when the children, when the students are filling this out, I want to know what happens afterwards. What's your follow through on that once they've written in this book? So what we what I ask the kids to do once they've written in the book is one. So a very important part of the book is the goal setting page, right? So I ask them all to record a goal or to think about a goal, think about something they'd like to work towards at the beginning of the year and write it down in the book. So at the end of the year, we can reflect on that. So there's one reflection piece. I also like them to kind of reflect on their progress as they're going along, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the workbook is kind of like a journal for the kids. So most of our participants just keep the book and it's theirs for life. Some of our older participants actually commit to allowing us to look at the book and analyze the results for data collection after the fact. So we can see the act, we can quantify uh, the results of the program after. So we'll look at mood before, mood after. We'll measure it and we'll see how much there, out of improvement there is. But really the logbook, as they're working on the, as they're working through the program, it's like a journal for them. It's a chance for them to actually look at how they've progressed from run A to run C. I mean, as an athlete myself, I know one of the most affirming and encouraging metrics I could look at is, okay, I want to see what I was doing a month ago, right? Mm. So a month ago, I was struggling to run at this speed for this long. I could barely even do it. When I reflect on my logbook progress, I see now, today, I'm doing what I struggled to do a month ago fairly easily, right? And that's another thing that I really get the students to focus in on, not just how they're progressing with their mood, which is the biggest part of the program, but also just the physical benefits of what they're doing, right? And that oftentimes will make them feel stronger and more confident seeing that they actually are making progress. They are getting stronger, right? Yes. They are getting yes. fitter, right? So there's a lot of moments where reflection in a logbook. A logbook is like the, the athlete's answer to the writer's <laughs> journal. Right. Okay. It's just a way to reflect, to be mindful and to be present and to connect with the practice in a way that you might not connect with it otherwise. What a great tool. What a very useful exercise. Yeah. I, I'm wondering if you have anything that you'd like to share with us regarding the short term immediate goals, like this day, this week, this month for the project. Do you have sure. any goals? I mean, it's the beginning of the month, so maybe you can share share sure. that with us as well. Sure. So, I mean, in the immediate future, we have the Run Summit on February 9th, but I'll be, I'll be um, moderating a panel there. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, I, I mean, the immediate goals right now, so we're always, obviously, right now, we're, we're doing a lot of grant work. We're, I'm, I'm doing more program improvements. So we're working on these videos. We had started the videos. There's three of them done right now. They're cartoons, which highlight the themes of our programs. We have a physical health and mental health cartoon. 
We have a goal setting cartoon. We have a gratitude cartoon. And we're going to be building on those. They take quite a while to put together. Uh, I have to do a lot of planning for our actual run events. So we have two events this year. We have the Unbreakable 5K on June 6th in Coronation Park. And then we have the Father's Day 5K in Port Credit in J.C. Saddington Park on Father's Day, which I believe oh, is June nice. 21st. Yep. So I have to go about securing sponsorships and donations for those and things like food, et cetera. I have to finish all the permitting for those. Right. And then and you guys are also involved with the Scotiabank Mississauga Marathon too, I think? Yeah, so we have, we're a charity partner with Scotiabank right. Mississauga Marathon. So I'll be, you know, I'm responsible for kind of getting a team together for that right. and seeing what I can do for fundraising. And then from there, we're just in a little bit of a holding pattern until the labor disruptions at the school boards get settled. Right. Once those get settled, we can actually begin reconnecting of schools, doing our presentations, having our uh, parent council meetings, having our student council meetings, and we can get we can get running. We have 31 schools waiting for us right now. Mm. So it's going to be a massive program if all works out. Our biggest in Toronto by a large margin so far. So it's all good. And Yes, and you have affiliations with Rotary as well. We do. We have affiliations with Rotary uh, through my friend Mohammed. Uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully I'd, I'd really like to expand on those relationships. I don't know a lot about Rotary. I'm learning, uh, but I'd like to learn more and I'd like to meet more people involved. Oh, I'd be happy to have a conversation with you offline about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Networking. There you pleasure. go. Yes. Building there relationships. Oh, yeah. We have our York Region project too. I totally <laughs> forgot to talk about that. So we're going to we have a York Region uh, project beginning this spring again again once everything once uh, once everything kind of settles down and that's a yotary that uh, yotary rotary led initiative right yeah yes awesome and thank you for that and i want to ask you your vision like down the road vision time frame doesn't matter but if you were to have everything in front of you as if you've already accomplished it with this initiative can you give us a sneak peek what that would look like Oh, my, my big vision for Team Unbreakable? Yes, yes. Oh, I want it to be, a, I would love it to be a national program. So I'd love to have uh, school boards, community centers locked in across the country. I'd love to have Team Unbreakable events across the country. I'd like to do more work with the indigenous community and reserves. That's something we're working on right now. I'd like to have, you know, really strong Team Unbreakable support there. And ultimately, I'd like it to be an international program, right? Because I believe it has the potential for that to happen. We know it works. It's easy to run. It's easy to teach. People enjoy it. So why not, right? Now it's just a matter of getting the resources together to make that happen. And once we have the resources together to make that happen, we can make the push. Right. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, oh, go ahead, Jeff. So, you know, where. You know, where can we go to find out more about Team Unbreakable or contribute or donate or? Well, so the website, www.teamunbreakable.ca, we're updating that regularly with what we're right. doing. Um, there's areas on there to, if you're interested in volunteering, there's information regarding volunteering. If you're interested in the events, there's information regarding events. And if you're interested in donating, there's also donation buttons. Okay. Perfect. You uh, either our Give Effect page, or our Canada Helps page, which are two fundraising platforms we use to generate money for the program. Thank you. Thank you, Nils. 
There's something, uh, Dr. Joe, do you think we can talk a little bit about um, our BU final moment? Because we might have a lot more to say about it. Okay. Go for it. So Nils, at this point in our show, what we'd like to do is we like to go around the room, so to speak, and talk about our BU final moment. So what that would mean for us, each of us, is what was our takeaway? What did we get out of today's conversation, today's show? And if you're a quick start, so I know I can ask you and you can walk right step right into it. So you don't need any time to think about it. I feel that about you very strongly. So would you like to share with us what your BU final moment is about today's show? Yeah, well, I think I learned, and I mean, thank you for this. You're the one that actually articulated this as well as you did in the beginning is that my excess energy is an asset, right? And provided that it's channeled and honed in the right way, I can use it to do excellent amazing things to help people with. So that that's the biggest takeaway for me from today. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. We really appreciate you being here. Dr. Energy, what is your BU final moment for today, please? The final moment I have today is just how important uh, creating the community for kids and youth is to help them feel that they're not alone. Uh, that connection, you know, I, I played a lot of sports uh, when I was a kid growing up through grade school, you know, at, at the school level and also beyond that. And that the, some of my best memories uh, as a kid were with those opportunities. So to see a program like this reaching communities that maybe don't have the resources to, mm-hmm. to offer the other, other programs is, is amazing. And it gives me hope for the, for the health and well-being of the future generations excellent thank you yeah Yeah, so good work guys and Catherine, how about you thank you what you both said about you nils and your energy what you say about the children but i I have two takeaways i'm going to see if i can blend it into one without taking up too much space so one is i'm thinking of the children the children who are not sure what to do with their energy the children Mm. who don't understand that Mm. what they're going through is okay the children that are wondering, why can I not be like the person sitting next to me? I'm wondering about how wonderful it is that these children can be reached through this initiative and perhaps what will come from this initiative. I'm looking down the road, not just what's happening right now, but the spinoff from this, because I feel it's going to be greater than what we even touched upon. So when the child is sitting in the classroom or sitting at home or watching TV or playing Fortnite, <laughs> I don't want to give Fortnite a plug. But <laughs> I just want to it's, say that- It's a what, popular one. Whatever they're doing, they're going to be able to see themselves and they're going to understand that they are okay and that they are enough. I feel this is what will come from this initiative. And I'm thinking of the individual child sitting there wondering, why am I not like, but yet knowing that they're sitting in their own greatness and being them and being unique. Mm -hmm. And the other takeaway is the initiative that Nils, you have taken on a personal level to keep yourself and to push yourself and persevere with knowing how you are and embracing that. Mm. I truly appreciate that in you being you and knowing that you are standing in your greatness because I do see myself in a lot of the things that you talk about and and myself in a younger version because, you know, just the way it is. But I do see myself and I think about when I was younger and I think about, you know, yesterday when I was younger because today I'm a day older Mm. and how you 
have honed your skill and your skill set and how you put it out there and how much I applaud you for that. That is so refreshing to know that there are men, that there is a man like you with an initiative and a team and a following. And again, what what will come from this is is huge. And I'm so glad that we could be a part of it today by discussing. Well, well thank you. That's that's very kind. And I really, really enjoyed this conversation. This was great. I have to say, I've done a lot of podcasts, and this is probably the best one. <laughs> you guys have uh, awesome questions and great insight, and I really, really, I, I enjoyed it a lot. So thank you. Well, thank you, know, you. So do we. Yeah. So do we. Yeah, you know, our focus is really about you, the guest, and bringing and, and empowering yeah. and holding the space for your greatness for you to share that and get it out into the world and rather than you know asking you know we don't we're we're not as interested in the typical regular questions we want to go deeper and and really uh, have those conversations worth having with with our guests so uh, thanks for i appreciate the work for playing playing with us yeah excellent yes and on the record because we're still we're still recording so our guests <laughs> will know that we have these conversations this is part of our podcast I'm just renaming our show when we see and meet people like you and when we see and meet people and we get that lightning connection we know there is no better time to act than at the moment which is very similar to the initiative that you have it's about acting yeah. in the moment and that's what resonated Obviously with me, because we met face to face, but with Dr. Joe, once we spoke mm -hmm. about it, there was no, no reason. We didn't even have to talk about it. That's a type of lightning bolt connection that we have on this show. And thank you so much for stepping right into that and being you, because you are an absolute, absolutely fantastic guest. And I know that we have a long-term relationship ahead. Wonderful. I look forward to it. Thank you again. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us. Sharing is caring. Tell your friends about conversations worth having on VU Network. We really appreciate your reviews, and you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Thank you. For show notes and links, go to www.b-u.network forward slash podcasts. Connect with us via our website, www.b-u.network. And build a relationship with us. Sign up to receive information, updates, and your free video training at www.b-u.network forward slash pro. We're looking forward to hearing from you. And thank you for being with us. Ciao. Ciao, babies. Ciao.